If there's one thing that's better than running, it's got to be running with your dog. Join Sean Sobon and Ivor Regers for Trail Tales ARP, Candy Cross Edition, where we will explore the growing sport of Canacross and the adventures it will bring for you and your canine pal. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome to a brand new feature here at Trail Tales ARP. And this is the Trail Tales ARP Canacross edition. That's right. We have a brand new feature here um, on the show. It's almost going to be its own separate show that we focus just on the sport of Canacross. And I am bringing in a great co-host and a great friend. And his name is Ivor Regers, and he runs with his dog, Cedar. Ivor, thank you for joining me on the show, and welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Any Anytime, my friend. Yeah, so um, this, this is pretty exciting, Ivor. Um, you know, Canacross is a sport that's taken the world by storm, <laughs> or at least it's taken my life or my world by storm anyways, because... Um, <laughs> I've been running with uh, Piper, the Wonder Dog, for a few months, and then through Trail Tales ARP and some listeners, um, shout out to Lucy Dog Adventures, um, I was introduced to the sport of Canacross, and that kind of opened up a whole new world for me, and I learned about Iron Paws and the stage race that you and I are both doing, and I knew that you had been running with your dog, Cedar, uh, who's, she's a yellow lab, and she's about two years old now, and you've been yeah. running with her, so I said, hey, man, there's this, there's this cool event that we can do with our dogs and you've signed up and, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's been such a great experience so far. So Ivor, why don't we, um, give the audience a brief introduction to yourself and to Cedar. Okay. Well, like, like you said, she's a two year old, uh, yellow lab, uh, way too much energy. <laughs> so, uh, this candy cross is good. And I'm like, uh, what am I like 43? And I just, I just kind of started running like a couple of years ago, really. And then I got, we got this puppy. So I'm like, I'm going to start running with her and it makes it nice to run with somebody, you know? So, uh, she kind of pushes me a lot because she likes to run out fast and I have to kind of like go slow down or I'm going to burn out like crazy, but she's a, she's good in this candy cross. I never even, uh, I never even really heard of it until you told me about it. And it's a, uh, it's a lot different for me because usually when I run with her, I usually run with her without the with off leash. Right. So uh, running uh, with her kind of tied to me is something very new to me too. So it's a learn, definitely a learning curve for the both of us. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how has that been going? How did she take to being in a harness and on the lead with you? Was it something that uh, she resisted at first or should she kind of pick it up pretty naturally? How, well, how has that been? The first run was, uh, was, uh, I don't know, a learning, like I said, a learning curve for both of us. Uh, she, she, she didn't fight it at all. She was maybe a little uncomfortable when I first put it on her, but like she got used to it as long as she's running, she doesn't really care what's going on. So she just has to kind of learn too, that, uh, she can't kind of pull me like that. The lead that I got has like kind of like a bungee cord kind of thing in it. So it lets her go a little bit, but then it'll kind of stop her without kind of breaking my back. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So and, and, and that's one of the things about Canacross is there, there is kind of specific equipment 
to the sport. And I know, you know, the audience out there, we may have a mix of people who are very experienced in cane across and know all about the equipment and the harnesses and and the leads. And there might be people that are just learning about it like we did recently. So we'll talk about that uh, briefly real quick, but yeah, so the lead essentially proper cane across lead will, will, um, sit at your hips and it's almost like it's got like, I I guess you'd call them stirrups or whatever. You kind of wear it like a harness and it sits lower kind of on your butt around your hips and to kind of save your lower back. And then there is a bungee section to the lead and they can, they can range anywhere I guess from like, you know, four to nine feet out. And then they hook up to the dog and that bungee, I guess just acts as a shock absorber. So exactly. Right. And, And the thing is, like you said, um, you know, Cedar likes to run fast. So in all likelihood for most, for the most part, you're probably slowing her down a little bit <laughs> because she, oh, she yeah, can run yeah. faster. Well, there's a, there's times where I'm really getting tired and I'm like, I'm almost kind of using her to pull me, you know? So. I, oh yeah. I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people out there where they, they, they'll do little experiments and they'll run a loop or whatever on their own and then they'll hook up their dog and yeah. run it with their dog. And, and often at times, if it's a good running dog, their times are much faster with the dog attached to them. So you, you get a little bit of an assist from the dog for, oh, yeah. Sure. for sure. Yeah. Well, I know there, there've been times when I've been out with Piper and she just wants to kind of go all out and I can barely keep up with her. Like, and if I can keep up with her at her, at her full speed, it's not for very long. Yeah. 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 yeah you're going, going back to the leads and stuff you were saying, like I got her, uh, like I bought like a six foot one. Okay. It's definitely way too short because the six foot one, that, that, uh, that's including like the wraparound length. Okay. But like if I just use that and her, like I'd be running on her. So I, I kind of, uh, Jerry rigged her regular lead onto it. So now we kind of got a fair distance to run, but nice. I would like, I would like a longer one for sure. Yeah. Did you, now, did you buy, um, a quote unquote proper cannon cars? candy cross harness that sits at your hips or is it on your lower back uh it's probably on the lower back i got it like from sports or not sport check uh pet smart okay yeah that's kind of what i'm using right now so eventually yeah. i'm going to get get a proper one i don't really find that you know i'm having issues with my low back using that um using that lead but it's something i bought before i learned about cane across so i don't yeah. want to just go out and yeah. buy a new one right now so yeah. i'll use it until uh, until the timing's right and I get a proper one. Um, I have no problem with it on the back. Like it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me. And then I didn't like, and yeah, there's so much to learn about it. Like, I didn't know like the harnesses, like really, it should have like a, the hook should be at the back of the harness, not like around the neck. Oh man, there's so much. Yeah, there, there is a lot. And and that's a thing too. Like, you know, the, the standard cane across harness is very much like a mushing dog harness where it's, they call it like the X back harness and it does hook up closer to the tail. And I guess that makes it easier for the dog to pull and and provide some freer, freer range of motion, which is really important. And again, that's not something I have with Piper right now. I have um, the kind of harness that attaches kind of just behind her shoulder blades. And again, I keep it, I keep it fairly loose on her. So she is able to move quite freely um, but again, eventually I'm going to get a proper, proper kit for her and myself yeah. and we'll see how that goes. Um, the only thing that I would say is when you do have the dog hooked up closer to their, to their hips at the back, um, you're going to want to make sure that you have good communication with the dog and that they listen well, because it's, it's harder to control them from back there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause seizures, the harness, I, I like I'm pretty pleased with her harness It's like wraps around her whole chest and wraps around her belly. So the, mm. 
her clasp is kind of like right in the middle of her back. But yeah, like you said, like you, she's pretty good. So I don't really worry about it, but sometimes she'll go off. There's another dog. She, we, we went running yesterday and she almost wiped me out because <laughs> she oh, wrapped man. her leash around my, around my feet. Oh, geez. It, it hasn't happened yet. So yeah. knocking on wood. <laughs> Speaking of wipeouts, Ivor, I was out at the Boyne Valley um, two days ago now. And um, I've been using um, this, it's called Max Wax. It's Paws Wax. It's almost like a substance, looks like Vaseline, but you put it on the dog's paws. Um, and it's supposed to help protect from salt and, and okay. ice buildup in the paws and stuff. Yeah. Um, now I just kind of do it just to kind of protect her paws when we're out there in the cold for so long. And cause they were getting pretty rough. And, uh, you know, I've learned that, you know, you want to kind of have the paws kind of toughen up a bit, but, um, they're getting a little bit too rough for my liking. So I put the paws wax on when we go out on the longer runs. And anyways, I left it in the car. I forgot to put it on her. So we were, we're just at the trailhead and I stopped her to turn around. And mm -hmm. when I stopped, there was a like sheer ice underneath me. And I went like both feet up in the air, laid on my butt and jarred my neck. So oh, no. I was laughing at myself. I wish somebody else was there to see me fall because that's just one of the things I laugh at all the time. If I see yeah. somebody fall, I just like, I'm like in a gut busting laugh. So when it happens to me, I'm naturally laughing at myself as well. Thankfully I wasn't hurt. We carried on with our run, but uh, this is two days post fall and my, my left butt cheek hurts and my, my left side of my neck's a little bit stiff. So nothing little Tylenol and Advil can't fix, but yeah. man, it was fun. I just wish I caught it on camera. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for my fall. I haven't fallen yet. So that's it. Yet is the key word. I think there it's a, it's just a, it's just a matter of time. I think, especially running in the winter here in Canada. Um, yeah, I, I went running on, I went to Mono Cliffs on Saturday. I almost wiped out there, but I, I caught myself. So it was good. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the pretty, you know, interesting and exciting thing. And I think one of the things I want to do with this podcast um, edition of Trail Tales ARP is to kind of bring the cane across community you know, together to have a, to have a place where we can, where you can communicate, learn about races and what's going on in different parts of the world. And, you know, there are a lot of great um, Facebook groups out there about cane across and running with your dogs. And I had um, a great organization, North American cane across on a few weeks ago um, with Jackie, Lizzie and Alexis, and they came on the show and I learned quite a lot from them and their great wealth of information. And one of the cool things they have, Ivor, is um, a titling program. So you can sign up your dog um, and you can run virtually um, and get awards for your dog, right? So they have like a, a lifetime um, mileage award. So mm -hmm. you sign up for that. And then as you hit certain increments or milestones with your dog running, um, you'll get like a challenge coin, right? So they have like a 50 yeah. mile, I think maybe a hundred mile and so on and so forth. And every coin looks a little bit different. Mm -hmm. and it's just a great way to kind of have a tangible um, reward for, for your dog and for yourself as you're running. And the nice thing about that program is um, it doesn't have to be races or official events. It can just be your regular training runs and you just submit uh, your mileage with whatever, you know, tracking app that you happen to be using or whatever. Um, yeah. But they, they have other things too, like races and things like that. And right now with the world and the way it is, everything's virtual, but you know, once things kind of open up again, it would be really great to kind of, um, you know, find out where, where the races are and, and where people can sign up for them locally and around the world. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think the virtual races, they're going to be around to stay and it really does 
open it up for people, especially with, with Canacross where it might not be as accessible as just regular running races. Yeah. Um, let's say there's, you know, in the UK, Canacross is really, is really big. So, you know, let's say they have an event there, but they have a virtual option as well. So that, you know, uh, affords us who are in Canada where we might not have that much accessibility to these races to kind of sign up and, and get something for your dog as well. Eh? Oh yeah. That'd be good. Cause I, I kind of do like that. And I do like those virtual things now, like for running, like that kind of is what keep me going right now. It's those virtual online virtual things where you get medals at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So let's, let's talk about that real quick. So iron paws stage race 2021, this is the 10th year that this event has been going on and mm-hmm. it's virtual and the great thing about it is is you get a medal at the end of it if you complete all the stages and the medal is for your dog and i learned about it um from the ladies through north american canacross so ended up signing up piper for it and then you know i, I sent you a text that i read there's this really cool event and you signed up for it too and and the way it works if you haven't heard about it is it started on december 31st and it's a stage race so there's there's eight stages each stage is a week long and you can um log up to four runs per stage with your dog and you you get points for how many miles you've run and then they have like these little social media challenges as well to earn extra points and and then they you know they put all the rankings up on their website and everything which is it's been a lot of fun and to to meet a lot of new people online uh who also run with their dogs and it's been cool because there have been some people that are local too that aren't too far away from us yeah um um, to meet so it's, it's been really neat to see that and i'd love to be able to help kind of build that community locally and abroad as well um, but it's been a lot of fun and, and the can across and the iron paws is it, it isn't just for running with your dog. It's, there's a lot of people that mush, uh, on sleds. There's bike joring where you hook up your dogs to your bike and let That's them. That's pretty cool. I that yeah. That might be something we have to try maybe more in the summertime. And it looks like, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. They look like big scooters too, whatever they're using. They Some have those. Are, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Thank yeah. It's you. almost like it's got like mountain bike tires, but it's a scooter, right? Yeah, those things are pretty well. I would, I never, I would never have known about that stuff if it wasn't for you introducing me to this. So, yeah, I, man, it's funny how that works, yeah. eh? Like I learned, yeah. I learned about it from somebody else, and kind of like I said, it opens up this whole new world of running. Um, so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the way it works. And they in Iron Paws, they put you into different classes and things like that. And if you have an older dog, you can you can go into division with older dogs and stuff. And it's been really neat. And, and a great experience. I don't know about you, Ivor, but I imagine it would be pretty much the same. I've built such a strong bond with Piper when we're out there running. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it just um, carries itself forward to our to our regular day activities as well. And I've never had such a strong bond with a dog before. And like I've said in the past, like I've had dogs my whole life, but yeah. the the relationship I have with Piper is is really something special. Has that been the same case for you and Cedar? I think, I think that, yeah, cause this dog does never leaves me alone. She's got to be with me 24 seven kind of thing. And I think that's kind of the running. Like she, if I go to the front door, she knows when I'm wearing my running stuff. Yeah. She will not leave me. And then she thinks she's coming every time, which she usually does anyway. But yeah, I think just the running from when she was pup to now is definitely created a good dog master bond. <laughs> Yeah. So cool, man. I, I, you know, it's, it, it is, it is really cool. And, you know, I've noticed too, when I just like take Piper for walks, like yesterday was a rest day for her 
And, you know, she just turned a year. So our runs aren't very long right now because, you know, her safety is my number one priority. And, you know, I don't let her run full out very often because, you know, um, she's pretty much done growing now. She's a medium sized dog, but at the same time, I want to kind of just, you know, be extra cautious with her. So when I'm running out there, she's pretty much just kind of going at a quick walk. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah she's yeah, like a trot. Yeah. So I make sure she gets her rest days and stuff like that. So yeah. yesterday was a rest day and we just went for a walk, but it was one of the most enjoyable walks I've ever had with her because she listened so well. Uh, she stayed at my side the entire time. There was very little pulling. And when she was a puppy, it was hard to kind of train her. Yeah. to to stay by my side but i think with the running and stuff like she knows the difference between her walking leash and, and her cane across equipment as well right and so kind of like you described like she knows when i'm putting on my running stuff and when we're going to go out there and, and she can go ahead and pull me um but when we're going on the walk she knows the difference as well so I've read, you know, a lot of comments from people who are just getting into the sport. That's one of the big concerns that I've noticed is people want to start running with their dogs, but they're worried that, oh, if I teach them to pull, how is it going to be when I'm walking them? (laughs) But the the dogs are really smart and they pick up on it and they they learn over time. You just have to have some patience, Mm -hmm. but they they, they definitely know when it's time to run and when it's time to walk. Because again, you're, you're using different equipment. Your energy is going to be different. You're not necessarily wearing all your running gear and stuff too right so the dogs pick up on it it's not it's not um a big concern but i could understand where that where that would come up eh? that's uh, that was one of our uh learning curves when we started this candy cross because like i said i would usually let her run off lead but she would always just run beside me mm-hmm. so trying to trying to train her now for this candy cross to run in front of me the first two or three runs was was pretty well, it wasn't hard but she wouldn't extend the leash you know so the leash is either I'm tripping over it all the time or it's dragging in the snow. So, but now she's kind of get she's realizes that she can now kind of pull a bit. So she knows as soon as she starts feeling that leash getting a little taunt, she'll, she'll come back a bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She's picking that up pretty good. So. That's good, man. Yeah. Just yeah. about the, the positive reinforcement for her. And when she's out there, man, just like, you know, give her the good girls and whatever, and, and just encourage her to go. And it's kind of been the same with Piper. She's, She's always been, when we first got her, she was a very um, cautious or wary dog, especially at night. And, you know, she was just kind of nervous, not aggressive or anything. And with the running, it's really kind of helped bolster her confidence. But there are are times when we're on the trails, for example, our last trail run, the one where I wiped out, um, we were running along and all of a sudden she kind of, she kind of fell back and went beside me. Then she ended up going behind me. So I'm like, okay, well, something's kind of spooked her and I didn't know what it was, but then maybe a hundred, a hundred meters up ahead, you know, we were running and she was behind me and I saw people up ahead and they had a dog with them. So I figured she must've picked up their scent before I could even see them. And, you know, she was just a little bit wary of that, but uh, I kind of encouraged her to go. And then we ran, we ran by them with, with no, um, no incident at all. She was fine. And that's one of the other good things too, is with Piper, like she's, she's really good at ignoring other dogs that are around us. Um, you know, I've, we've had a few instances, especially when we're running in town where they're off leash dogs and they end up coming up to us and, um, Piper has been pretty good, but, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of been to the point where like, I got to stop and kind of, she gets behind me and the dog's just coming right up to her. No, no violence or anything like that. But the owners that are having their, their dogs off leash in town, it's like, they're all panicky and freaking out. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But 
I mean, I don't know. I just, I never keep my dogs off leash, especially when I'm in town because, because of that, um, because of that situation, right? Because they're, they're terrified when their dog takes off and they're coming up to somebody else. So, I mean, it's easily avoidable by just putting them on a leash, you know? Yeah. And I, when we're running, Cedar's pretty, Cedar's good like that too. She doesn't uh, really care too much for the dogs. Like she'll look at them, but she doesn't stop or pull me away. Right. But like, if I'm running up on people that their dog is off their leash, I usually pretty much say if their dog's off the leash, it must be okay. So <laughs> yeah. I'm running. I don't, I don't, I, I've had dogs all my life, so I'm not really afraid of them. I'll just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cedar just keeps on running. She doesn't stop. I don't stop. If the dogs follow us for a bit, I don't care as long as they're not biting my dog. But. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, the important thing is, like you said, like you kind of teach your dog to ignore the other ones. I mean, dogs are dogs are going to want to be curious and come say hi to everybody. And, yeah. and it's pretty rare to come across, you know, um, a reactive or dangerous dog that's going to kind of get into a fight. But, um, you know, when I see somebody on the trails or whatever, and if they're off leash, like I expect to see dogs off leash when I'm out on the trails for sure, for sure. Right. In town, it's a little bit of a different story, but on the trails, it's fine. And, you know, if I do see them up ahead, I'll just give them kind of a heads up, like, Hey, I'm running up behind you with my dog or whatever. And, and I haven't had any incidents. They usually kind of just yield over to the side and, and yeah. they'll hook up their dog real quick as we go by and, you know, no issues there. So, it's just one of those things where it's, it comes with the territory, <laughs> if you will. All right. She's, uh, she's trying to get in on a conversation here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cedar, how's it going? Oh, she just, this dog is so, it's amazing how smart dogs are too. Like they know a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. She probably knows we're talking about her right now. Oh yeah. She hasn't left my side since we started. I'm like, ah, oh, it's gone <laughs> at me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. If you're listening to this right now, Ivor's going to send me some photos. I'll put them up on, on the Instagram page at uh, trail underscore tails underscore ARP. You'll get to see Cedar and Ivor as well. And you guys are going to have a bio up on the website at trailtailsarp.com. So that's going to be pretty cool um, yeah. to kind of launch this new feature. Now, Ivor, I want to ask you, do you say can across or cane across? I say canny cross. <laughs> canny cross. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a blend of two words, right? Canine and cross country running. And that's pretty yeah. much what it is. So I, I always say just can across. Cause that's kind of what rolls off yeah. my tongue. Easier. I, never, I never thought of it before. I don't know how to say it. it's a canny cross, but yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those yeah. things. Hey, I've, I've heard different pronunciations of it, but I think we all know, kind of know what it means. But when somebody doesn't know about the sport, like, huh, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's cross country running with your dog pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if they have other questions, I'll tell them about the equipment and kind of, you know, the expectations and things like that. But there is um, a Facebook group and they're relatively local to us here in Ontario. Ivor, and I'm just trying to pull them up right now uh, on my computer because I don't want to mess up their name here. Um, so you should see if you can join them as well. Um, they are the Great Lakes Mushers, Iron Paws Virtual Dog Race Team. So it's kind of a local group here in Ontario. Um, uh, just a bit, um, it's like a hub for, for local runners because there is the, it's the, and it's a private group as well. So just like the uh, Iron Paws Stage Race group, you have to be in the race to be part of that group. Yeah. Um, but these guys, these guys are close by, um, relatively speaking. I think they're in, in the London area. But um, there is actually a Canacross race um, that is slated for November of 2021. And it's in Port Elgin, I think. So if it actually, um, 
is a go in November in, in, in person. I think I'm going to go yeah. and take Piper down there and, and have the run. I think it's only, it's a 5k run, but it'd be okay. pretty cool to be in like a live event. So maybe that's something oh, yeah. we can do and we can cover that. eh? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, now that you say that, I'm sure I've seen since like this website, the iron pods, I'm sure I've seen something like that too, like local around here. So maybe it's the same one. Yeah. So they, they, they do like, it's not just cane across, like they do all sorts of like dog sports, right? Like mushing and all that and bike tour okay. and everything as well too. So it's going to be really cool to kind of, I'm looking forward to doing our first like in dog race, if you will, I won't say in person, but in dog race, right? Yeah. Like that'd be yeah. really cool. So it would be, it'd be awesome. Yeah, man. So we'll keep you posted on that as well. And we'll okay. see if, uh, if it's a go fingers crossed, man, cause it's, it's in November at the end of the year. So once this vaccine is, is rolled out to the general population and everything, uh, hopefully the restrictions will be lifted and we can actually get back to a normal life. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, never going to be normal. well what is normal right that's that's just it you know what as long as i can get out and run with my dog i'm a happy man so it's all good yeah that's all good so ivor why don't we um why don't we close it off here right now and um i'm looking forward to doing more of these shows with you and and i'll put it out there to the audience that's listening uh if you're a cane crosser and you want to come on the show and share some of your knowledge and your experience uh, with the sport or even just share, share your story. Um, we're more than happy to have you on. You can contact us at trail at gmail.com, or you can send me like a direct message on Instagram. Um, those are the best ways to get in touch with us. And if you want, there's also, um, a contact form on our website, trail Um, so just get in touch with, with us that way. And we'll, certainly have you on the show and we'll talk can across it's it's pretty fun thing and uh you know it's 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 uh, a great great dynamic to running and uh it's it's been pretty awesome so enjoyable get to run with your best friend absolutely it's so much fun man so ivor we'll we'll keep our tradition here up on trail tales arp and i'm gonna wish you and the rest of the audience out there a very happy Wednesday. No, it's Tuesday. See what shift work does. I'm going to say to run wild, my friends. We'll talk to you on the next episode. All right. Take it easy. You too, Ivor. Thanks, buddy.